In this episode, Aileen and Nancy discuss a quote from a Hopi Indian chief and explore what sorts of aligned action can be taken when confronted with adversity and conflict. (laughs) Welcome to Expansive Minds Podcast, Gateway to Freedom, a podcast where two friends, Aileen and Nancy, explore and expand beyond what they think they know in order to live a life of freedom. Thank you for joining us. And away we go. We are back this week to look at some information that's going to come to us spontaneously as we're talking. (laughs) That's going to channel through these black walls and the soundproofing. So now, actually, as we were waiting for things to unroll for us to talk about... Mm -hmm. I had a, a really beautiful thing get sent to me by our friend Vic. Okay. Who messaged me this morning with a Facebook message, and it was a Hopi Indian chief, White Eagle, mm-hmm. commenting a few days ago. So it says, he says, this moment that humanity is experiencing can be seen as a door or a hole. The decision to fall in the hole or walk through the door is up to you. If you consume the news 24 hours a day with negative energy, constantly nervous, with pessimism, you will fall into this hole. But if you take the opportunity to look at yourself, to rethink life and death, to take care of yourself and others, then you will walk through the portal. Take care of your home, take care of your body, connect with your spiritual home. When you take care of yourself, you take care of everyone at the same time. Do not underestimate the spiritual dimension of this crisis. Take this perspective as an eagle sees from above with a broader view. All you can do now is be serene in the storm, keep calm, make a habit of meeting the sacred every day. Show resistance through art, joy, trust, and love. So, a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not clear exactly what situation they're talking about, but some of the concepts. And aren't the Hopi... The in um, I believe uh, Greg Braden spoke of them with respect to their language. The Hopi language has no nouns. Everything is a verb. Like so, they don't say the um, the ocean. See the wave in the ocean. They say it's it's waving. It's waving. Meaning they're very present. Everything is in the here and now. Everything is now. So there's something special about that Hopi language that we could maybe look up sometime. And Greg Braden had done an episode on missing links on that. What felt right to me is, you know, if you can't, you really not much you can do. So don't dive into the news because it's just kind of, you're going to end up feeling panicked and stressed. And if mm-hmm. there's nothing you can do about it, but what this guy's saying, what you can do about it is create art, create joy, trust, love. Those are actual things you can do that I think people don't realize are contributing to the greater good. Exactly. And that comes to matter follows energy. Matter follows energy. I remember many years ago, uh, my my daughters and I, my family, we went off island because we lived on Nantucket, went to Disney World, came back, and uh, we got home late, you know, boat rides, flights, crazy weather. I sent my daughters upstairs to get ready for bed, and I was quickly, efficiently going through the mail. And I opened up a magazine that I like. I don't remember what magazine it was. It might have been Vegetarian Times, something of that kind. I don't remember. 
I opened it up. I was always waiting for them to finish brushing their teeth, and there was an article about canned hunting. I knew nothing about canned hunting what is at it? that moment in time. <laughs> so canned hunting is when... <laughs> exactly. What is it? It's when animals are in cages, and people come to pay to kill them. And so they open the cage, the people that work there open the cage, the animal comes out or sometimes doesn't come out, and they shoot them and kill them and bring them ew. home, typically as a trophy animal. Ew, ew, yes. ew. So here, setting the, again, the scene, I'm exhausted, I'm tired, it's approximately 10.30 at night, we've had a long day of traveling to get back to the island, my daughters are, are like, we're all happy to be home. However, I got engrossed in this article. And I started to feel the energy come up in my body. Yeah. And the energy and the emotion yeah, was I feel like rage, I want to gag. anger. Yeah. Uh, how could this be? How can they do this? I felt a lot of fight yeah. in my body. If we look at that from, I think some of what I took... What I took from that is this, like, stepping back and, and looking, you know, like, from the eye of the eagle and the soaring the eagle part. If I look at that scene with wisdom, not as the person in it who's looping in the vibration of the emotion of what I'm thinking, here's a woman at 1030 at night on an island that... At that point, only had a two and a half hour boat ride that was scheduled that you could get you off the island. There was no internet. There was no way for me to be in touch with anybody or go any place off the island at 1030 at night. Yet I'm raging and I feel like I have to do something about it immediately. Immediately. So my children come downstairs. Now all they know is that they've got their pajamas on and they're brushing their teeth and they do it. They were supposed to do, and typically I would then go up and tuck them into bed. I'd put them in, in the covers, and I'd, I'd tuck them in like an envelope, and I'd kiss <laughs> their head like a stamp. You know, you can feel that joy. I was not feeling that joy in that moment. I was raging yeah. at all of the people yeah. that participated in And kids in pick up hunting. on everything. You're not going to hide your disgust. They're going to feel it. Exactly. Even if it's not directed at them, it's going to feel to them that it is. Correct. Yeah. So my daughters come pop, 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 pop. Yeah. You know, we're home. This is this great. We finally made it off these great travels. Mom's going to come up and do this. And I think I, I don't know how I sounded because I couldn't see myself. However, I know that I felt snippy. I felt angry. I felt like the world was terrible. How could this happen? Mm-hmm. I was filled with sadness and anger and rage. Um, and I'm a very active person person in that way. I'm someone who has been very comfortable speaking up against what I perceive is um, a justice issue or something unfair or morally not okay from my own, right? My own Mm -hmm. view of what I think that is. So, you know, what I'm hearing there, what I'm hearing you say about shut off the news, that there was nothing I could do in that moment to help that situation. And what I did do is cause pain, sadness. I disrupted the joyful flow and the nightly energy mm-hmm. that we had because I read this article. And I'm going to say it even went beyond the what you had in your home because we're all part of the collective. Mm-hmm. And 
I've heard Abraham Hicks say, you know, one person in alignment is more powerful than millions who aren't, and you're generally in alignment. And not that I'm putting a ton of pressure on you, but <laughs> when you're out of alignment, we all feel it. Yes. Exactly. You know, someone as powerful as you, and I say this to a couple of friends who are very, very powerful. I'm like, okay, you can be bitchy for the moment, but now you get, okay, move on. Like, mm-hmm. you can't have, you're too powerful to stay in that space. The collective needs you to find your alignment again. And I'm not saying don't disregard your emotions. Let them pass, you know, acknowledge them, let them pass through. Just don't linger there too long. Exactly. And um, I was just talking to someone today about that. There's sorrow, these emotions, spot pointed in a moment in time in reaction to something that occurred. When we, and that, whatever, my sorrow, rage, all those things. When we continue to perseverate on it, to think about it, the event, the emotion, the wrong, whatever it is, when we continue with that, we then go into suffering. And the suffering becomes, you can just feel it. It's, this, it's, um, yeah, it's a wound that continues to, uh, I don't want to use any kind of gross term, but it basically becomes an infection and it continues to be infected and infects the environment and infects us as people. And in, in this quote that you read, he makes it, I think, very clear, the collective piece that you just brought up. It's that when we align to our own self-care, it affects everybody. It, it helps everyone. It supports everyone, the collective, and their own self-care. Yeah. And is self-care staying in, in a level of suffering that we continue through our own obsessive thinking and looping of that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it feels horrible inside yeah. for all of us. And then that's what I'm then bringing out into the world or right. I'm putting on my children and even bigger in the collective. Right. From an energetic perspective, it's Crippling the collective, mm-hmm. well, you know. But then as you prefaced your story with, it is matter following energy. If you hang out there too long, then that's that. What is that quantum physics principle, right? So Newtonian physics is, you know, here's my phone. I have this phone. It's an object. But a, a quantum physicist will say, it's not a phone until you're looking at it. Right. And exactly. by looking at it, Observer na- right, now it's a phone. Mm-hmm. So... If I'm going to look at canned hunting and stew about canned hunting and fight canned hunting, I'm making canned hunting a more powerful energetic swirl and therefore the matter that is gluing around it is also going to just congeal more. Yes. So like, a, like a, the roots of a weed, if you don't water it, or it'll wither. And so you got to kind of look away and be, to let it energetically wither which will then stop the matter from congealing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love the way you said that. Makes perfect sense. And what happens is people then say, "Well, what am I supposed to do?" And he speaks to that perfectly. Action of self-care of raising our vibration. So what we're talking about that is action that does make a difference. It doesn't matter that we cannot technically, with what our eyes are used to seeing, that doesn't matter. And, and I. Think about radio waves and television waves. We can't see them, but it doesn't mean they're not flying by us on you know Route Route ninety five, one twenty eight over here. I drive yeah. by Channel Five all the yeah. time. Yeah. It's like I know cool things are coming out of there, but I don't see the news like flying across the highway yeah. in front yeah. of me. Yeah. I don't yeah. see Thank the God. television show, right? Yeah. And yet it is. Yeah. And yet it is. 
And so this piece of using our power and our attention and our intention to take it off of, like you nice said, distinction. to creating what it is that we want to experience. We are creators in every moment. So be a visionary creator into the goodness and the kindness and the free roaming animals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that creates it because we are powerful creatures. Yeah. I just think we are we were brought up very we're action based and I think we want to do something and it just seems very very black and white translation is okay here's this camp hunting I need to write a letter I need to sign a petition I need to contact the author of this article exactly. you know and you could just and then like I said we're, you're strengthening this it's like the law of attraction you know this thing that I do not want bring it to me because I'm giving you all of my focus yes. um, but what I like about this particular quote uh, this this Hopi gentleman you can take action mm-hmm. have a bath you know yes. do a piece of art sing dance that's action that's action and that's actually more powerful action than the kind of old school, I'm doing air quotes, nobody can see me, this is an audio show, I'm doing air quotes, old school air quotes, um, and we're talking about moving toward the new paradigm. Right, understanding the power that we can create and being active, active creators, yep. it's something that we didn't experience in, uh, in this culture here, many of us didn't experience being in the forefront of our own creation, in the forefront of our own thinking. Because education in many ways is is an old style. My God, that's a whole nother six shows. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll hit the education thing. Right. And so it, it goes to the point of, and the title of our show, yeah. Tilling the Soul. Yeah. The, the, the energy of the problem and the energy of the solution are very different. It's like you were talking about the radio station, right? So the energy of the problem is down there at 92.9, and the energy of the solution is you kiss 108. And if we want to solve things we've got to get our frequency up there we've got to stay in the energy of the solution otherwise we'll keep propelling the problem exactly just recreating it yeah you know when you ever see those uh now nowadays with technology you know see like oh look at all watching a movie you think like oh i'll look at those soldiers in that show or whatever and they're they're created by the computer and they look exactly the same they just keep going and going and going and going yeah. it's like oh do we want that's an imprint it's an image, it's an imprint that you can perpetuate and make 300 of them and 400 of them. Yeah. Do we want to do that? Our, our gift of holding something that we can imprint in the collective, do we want it to be a unique upgraded pattern and story and image and vibration? Or do we want to continue with the imprints that were given to us by others, by society, that keep us going. And again, going back to this this reading that you gave this morning, this quote, that's what he's saying. He's saying, if, if we're watching TV, if you're in the media in this way, if you're continuing these conversations, you're just making that social imprint of chaos, negativity, whatever it is that he's referring to, that we, we get the gist of. It's not something that we yeah. want to be doing that's harming us mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, and therefore the collective, because we are a microcosm of the macrocosm. Yep. And so how do we step back? And we were given the choice to step back, yep. to put a different imprint in the collective. 
a different cog in the wheel that maybe is <laughs> it's like a whole different thing that then the system cannot continue on the way it had been. The book, The Dance of Anger, fabulous, fabulous book. Harriet Lerner wrote that. Not really sure. I think it might have come out in the 80s at some point. Really wonderful. And in that book, the whole piece is, if you and I, Nancy, get together every Saturday morning and we're doing the polka together. We're, we get to, you know, we're do, 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 you know, having a great time doing our polka. And then I show up on Saturday and I say, I'm doing the tango. <gasps> exactly. <laughs> you cannot do the polka. We're not, it's not happening anymore. So either A, you flip to do the tango with me, or B, you leave and find someone else to do the polka with. Right. Yeah. So that's the dance. So if we do something different, in our society, we take a bath instead of hanging out, you know, having cocktails with friends and spending, suffering together. Let's come together in community and suffer, 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 suffer over something that we we're not going to go banging on the person's door and say, stop this. That's going to take a lot of practice. That's Mm going to take a lot of practice because like you said, it's it's something that it's it's not how we've been wired we're in this very 3d reality where there's something in front of us and you know we've got to we've got to defend and attack and fight it and it is not the obvious solution is i'm gonna go find my alignment by sitting in a bathtub by myself that's how i'm gonna save these canned (laughs) animals and so it's it's gonna take some i don't say convincing but it but almost like try it yourself practice Mm -hmm. right or and also think of the contrary how is it helping for me to sit here and stew? It's only hurting. At, at a minimum, it's hurting those within your little microcosm. Right, like your my children, daughters. Your children in that situation. That. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah right. So. I'm not going to go up and kiss them on the head and send them off in their coziness. So how will that affect their dreams that night? Yeah. How will it affect their mood when they get up the next day yeah. and go off to school? And then poison other children with that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, the butterfly thing. The butterfly mm-hmm. effect, yeah. yeah, all right, keep so, going. Uh, having some focus because we are experiential learners because we many of us are action oriented and we cannot dismiss the culture we're in we work with the culture that we're in we embrace the culture that we're in this is this is where we chose to be born at this time in these places all right how do we want to wrap up what do you want to say to our peeps i think with this one in particular the action item would be what do you do when you read something that you don't quite understand that you want to understand for people to start exploring like, oh, yeah, like I once wanted to learn more about Buddhism, but I was too nervous to go into a sangha because I didn't want to embarrass myself and look like I didn't know what I was talking yeah. about. Gotcha. So what I'm thinking the action I would be for, for people to start thinking about how they are in their ego yeah. with their own conditioning that they don't want to look stupid. They don't. How do you know how to know? What's your comfort level with moving into something you want to know, you want to be a part of, but you don't know yet? To begin to feel, identify, and work through any shame, any embarrassment about understanding concepts. Yeah. Because as we move forward in the show, we're going to be throwing some concepts Correct. out there that just maybe you haven't quite heard And of that yet. you and I have no judgment and there's no yeah. shaming here. How do you enter into relationship with information that seems that you really 
really want to devour it in order for us to want to go into things that again may be good for our soul that are part of tilling the soul some of us have resistance to that (laughs) thank you for joining us on expansive minds podcast gateway to freedom until next time more to be revealed